You're listening to Mornings with Eric and Bridget here on Moody Radio 89.3. If you're looking for a way to supercharge your walk with God, here's a challenge for you. How about reading the entire Bible in 90 days? This is something Mary DeMuth has done and has encouraged others to do, and she's seen lasting change. We're going to find out all about her 90-day Bible reading challenge as she joins us this morning. Mary, thank you so much for being here. Great to be here. How are you guys doing today? Doing well. Now, you mean the Jesus Storybook Bible, right? <laughs> no. No. That okay. would be so great. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things I've noticed, just I was looking through uh, how you work these days in different sections. It's a fast and slow approach to the reading scripture because you're going fast through the different passages, but you're also slowing down so that you can kind of reflect in the evening on a psalm, Correct. Yes, I wanted to make sure that people didn't get so discouraged <laughs> throughout. So you're reading the Bible chronologically, and then uh, every every night you get a psalm to kind of meditate on. And I also write a little bit about the passage, passages that they read during the day. Oh, so there's actually a morning reading, there's a noon reading, and an evening. So it's 90 days, but it's it's broken up throughout your day each and every one. I think that's interesting. I don't usually typically see that. Did you find that was helpful in getting through the entire Bible in such a short period of time? I actually am more of a one-and-done kind of person. This mm. is a suggestion by the editor, and she said, <laughs> some people might find this hard, and I said, that's great. Let's do it that way. And so you can read them all at once, or you can read them throughout the day, whichever uh, works better for you. So what got you started doing this? What, what was the um, decision to, I'm going to do this in 90 days? I actually first heard about this about five years ago, and the first time I read through was in about 60 days, and that was very rigorous, (laughs) but it changed my life because I finally felt like I had the whole story of Scripture because you're so quickly running from one place to another that you cannot help but make these beautiful connections between, um, you know, the Old and New Testament. It's just a really beautiful practice. Mm. So what did surprise you most? It Was it that overarching story of the Bible, but was there something else as you read through so quickly? Yeah, I've done it several times, and every time God shows me something different, and this last time that I went through it, I just, I almost kind of yelled at God because He was so, you know, we keep hearing these stories that God was kind of mean in the Old Testament and nice in the New Testament, but He was so gentle-hearted and so kind and so forgiving in the Old Testament, he gave the Israelites so many second, third, 100th chances. And I was like, come on, Lord. <laughs> and I was realizing, oh, shoot, that's me too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need that grace as well. Yep, that's yeah, that's so true. So this is a challenge. It's not the 90-day Bible reading adventure or the 90-day Bible <laughs> reading, uh, you know, walk through the park. It's a challenge. It really is a challenge. So why would you encourage someone to pick up the challenge? You know, one of the other reasons why I did it was I was finding myself doom scrolling on social media, and then I would look down and uh, notice that a half hour or an hour has had passed without me even really knowing, or maybe even watching Netflix at night or whatever. You just like, oh my gosh, all those hours just passed with me doing no engagement. And so really for me, it was more of a let go of something so that I could add something good to my life. And once I let go of that, I had plenty of time to be able to read the Bible. I just didn't realize I had the time. Mm -hmm. And how have you heard others respond to this challenge? I have been really incredibly excited about all the feedback that I've gotten so far. People are beginning, you know, it just released about a month ago, so no one's all the way through. But from what I'm hearing, people are really 
shocked at how much they're learning the Bible in such a truncated period of time, which I'm grateful for. That was the whole point. So how much time did it take you? You, you said you did it all in one chunk, but if you were to do it either way, all in one chunk or um, through these three times each day, how long does it take to actually go through the passages you're supposed to read for a particular day? Yeah, for me, it took an hour. Um, so that would be like a half hour, half hour and a couple minutes mm-hmm. uh, for the psalm. Um, but I also encourage people if they're having a hard day and they're just like, I can't get this in, if they have a commute or they have chores to do or something, then just to listen to the Bible. And if it takes a little bit longer, which it does usually when you listen, you can listen at 1.5 speed or 2.0 speed and get it in um, in the margins of your life. And so that's absolutely acceptable. You could listen to part, part of it. You could listen to the whole thing. It just depends on what your schedule's doing. We are talking with Mary DeMuth of this 90-day Bible reading challenge. Now, you say you've got a challenge starting in January? I do. Thanks for asking. So people can go to marydemuth.com slash Bible and join that. And we are going to start and do it together in community starting January 1st, which is, you know, when you start your diet that you never adhere to. But this one you're going to stick to (laughs) because there's community. Uh, So... Okay, so when did it become, or has it not, it, when did it become a challenge, go from being a challenge to being a pleasure? Did, did, was there a, a crossing of that bridge where you're like, boy, I can't wait now for whatever? I mean, did it, did it break that, almost that bondage of a challenge and become more of a pleasure somewhere down the road? It, it didn't take long at all, within a couple of days. And one of the practices I encourage people to do is just have a little notebook next to their Bible, because if you're like me, you might read, you know, a couple of verses and think, hmm, that's really interesting. But just take a little note of it. The goal is to keep reading. Mm-hmm. And uh, my husband's problem is he'll read like three words and be like, oh, I wonder what the Hebrew is there. And then he'll stop. <laughs> so uh, I would definitely tell you to write it down on the side. Yeah. So I've been going through the Bible this past year, 2023, and I've had ups and downs throughout the whole thing where sometimes it's like, oh, I can't wait to, you know, get to it today. And other days have been, I don't know, a little bit harder with it being so, so kind of supercharged there in 90 days. Did you also find that or was it just, boy, I have to run through this, you know, there's no time to slow down, maybe. Well, there's definitely some books that are harder for me, Um, and I actually weirdly like Leviticus for whatever reason, but Ezekiel for me this last time was really hard. So I think it can be dependent on the book that you're going through that becomes discouraging or hard or just extra long. Um, But uh, I do think that there is this like intrinsic reward that comes, um, but I also want to affirm what you're saying is there will be times, of course, in any sort of discipline that we're doing, in any sort of habit that we're developing, our flesh is going to be like, yeah, you don't need to do that today. So uh, it is a discipline. And that, I think, is the part that actually really blessed me the most. It's like, mm-hmm. I can do hard things and God can give me the strength to do it. It's, it was very surprising. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you talked about having a pad of paper next to you so you could write something down. I find it helpful not to have anything the the notes the notes distract me yeah. so i just yeah. want to have the words of scripture there so i've i've mm-hmm. found a bible that i like are there other tips like uh, do you have your favorite um go to translation or have you mixed and matched or do you have any other tricks that have helped you through this process yeah, what you said is really important. Having a Bible without annotation makes it a lot easier because then you're not 
tempted to read below you right. know, the margin <laughs> line. Um, but I like to read it in different translations. And I typically, like, I don't usually read the message, but I thought I'm going to do that this time. And it was really interesting to have that kind of open up some ways of reading the scripture that I had never thought of before. And it just kind of, you're so used to reading your particular translation that it's kind of nice to read it in a different one. It gives you a different perspective on, uh, you know, the translator is going to be different and they're going to have a different perspective. So I, I found it fascinating to do that. I found the psalm so confusing in the message, though. I don't know. <laughs> yes, I, I agree. I don't know. I don't know like, what, what it is. What are talking I, about? <laughs> it, it, like, it explained a lot of other things, but then I got to the psalms, I'm like, what is going on here? I got so confused. So anyway, I went back to my normal translation for the Psalms. You know yeah, what? I, I affirm that. <laughs> yeah. One thing that's also very helpful when you do commit to reading the entire Bible is you've already mentioned just understanding the whole entire story. Sometimes we don't because we're picking and choosing different passages or different books. But you also say it's just important overall for biblical literacy. What do you mean by that? I feel like, uh, and, and this isn't lately, but it's been in the past 20 years or so that people are not reading their Bibles, and so they're not biblically literate. And I think that can contribute to a problem of, you know, when you hear a sermon that may not be quite right, or you hear something on the radio that may not be quite right, if you don't, if you're not biblically literate, you can't, you don't have the tools like the Bereans to really uh, look through it and see if it really is accurate. And so this 90-Day Bible Reading Challenge is just a way for you to become a lot more biblically literate and to understand, wait a minute, I don't remember ever reading that, or that doesn't jive with what I've read in Scripture. And so having it in that truncated period of time really does help that. Does it help you through that process of, I don't know exactly where it's at, but I know it's on the right-hand side of my Bible. (laughs) Does it help you with that also? (laughs) I don't know if it does with that because you're reading it so quickly. You don't have that recall, but... But you're right. I, I totally will remember like, oh, no, it's it's toward the last third of, you know, <laughs> right. Matthew and it's on the upper left hand side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Okay. <laughs> well, this is this is excellent. As we kind of end off one year and look forward to the start of another, you may want to pick up this 90 day Bible reading challenge. You actually can join Mary DeMuth and others along for that. You can find more information at her website, marydemuth.com, which we have linked at ours, ericandbridget.org. Yeah, we're not, you know, January, she's starting again, but you mm-hmm. maybe want to start the challenge a little bit, you know, go through the New Testament the last part of this year and then pick it up in the 90-day challenge in mm-hmm. January. That might be a good way to uh, start this process. So, hey, thank you so much for joining us today. We do appreciate your time. Yeah, thanks so much. You guys have a great day. All right. Yeah, find out more about the resource, get connected with Mary and this challenge. Again, we've got all those links at ericandbridget.org.